Hello and welcome to Fibber McGee and Molly from otrgold.com. This episode will begin after a brief message from our sponsors. It's time for Fibber McGee and Molly. Sundays through Thursdays, NBC brings you Fibber McGee and Molly transcribed. The show is written by Phil Leslie and Ralph Goodman and directed by Max Huttle. First, here are some words from our two friends that are worth thinking about. McGee, I watched a little red-haired tyke buying his weekly supply of candy today. Yeah? <laughs> two cents for licorice whips, a penny for jawbreakers. <laughs> oh, he had every one of his pennies carefully accounted for. Smart kid. Now, when he grows up... I know. He'll be able to balance his checkbook. More than that, he'll be able to handle the kind of problem a lot of folks with limited incomes face today. Budgeting for plain, everyday living expenses. And for other important things, too, like life insurance protection. Well, that's just exactly why the Prudential Insurance Company has those easy-to-budget weekly and monthly premium plans, isn't it? Yep. With these Prudential policies, folks who have to watch their dollars can make small weekly or monthly payments over the year and still enjoy regular life insurance protection. And for extra protection... These policies have valuable disability and accidental means death benefits. You can get them for every member of your family in amounts from, oh, a few hundred dollars up to several thousand dollars. And to make it really convenient, your prudential agent calls at your home for the payments. Yes, and your prudential agent will be glad to drop around and give you all the details. Just call him. Notice how crowded it is downtown this week? It isn't downtown Whistle Vista, at least. And after a couple of hours of fighting department store crowds, even the 14th Street bus looks good to Mr. and Mrs. McGee. Drop the fares in, McGee. Okay. Oh, I'll be glad to sit down. Yeah. Two transfers, please. We don't need transfers. This bus goes right past our corner. I know, I know. I just like to get my money's worth, that's all. We're entitled to free transfers with our fares, so I'll take the free transfers. Two, bud. There you are. He's been doing this to me for years, lady. You must have quite a collection by now, mister. Over 2,000. Never can tell when they might come in handy for something. Yeah, like if we ever decide to paper a car barn, for instance. Uh, maybe he's saving up to open his own bus line, lady. <laughs> well, now, I might just do that one of these days, Buster. A little healthy competition would do Step this. to the rear of the bus, please. Plenty of room at the rear of the bus. Come on, that means us. Let's go sit down. Maple Street, next. Maple Street. The seat's right back there, Molly. Coming through, please. Coming through. <clears throat> Whoops. Oh, I'm terribly sorry, sir. Did I poke my eye into your elbow? How careless Well, it's Mr. Wimple. Oh, hello, folks. I guess I lifted my arm too fast, Wally. Sorry I poked you in the... Oh, that's perfectly all right, Mr. McGee. I'm delighted it was you. Some people get so nasty on buses just because they're bigger than you are. <laughs> and in my case, that includes 93% of the traveling public. Yeah. <laughs> I don't mind when Sweetie Face is with me, but... Hey, by the way, where is Buttons and Bows today? she home? Buttons and Bows? That's a pet name Wimp has for her. Oh, <laughs> that's cute. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I guess I'm just a sentimental fool, Mrs. McGee. It comes from an expression she uses. What expression is that? Well, she says... Wallace, if you don't button your lip, I'll tie your ears in a bow. <laughs> <laughs> oh, she's only joking when she says that. Oh, sure she is. Just as a matter of cold fact, Wimp, your ears aren't long enough to tie in a knot. 
That'd be impossible. Oh, I know it's impossible, and you know it's impossible. But I'm not sure she knows it's impossible. <laughs> She's a pretty impossible character in some Journey times. Street, next. Journey Street. Oh, uh, this is where I get off. I'm supposed to meet her in ten minutes in front of the Civic Auditorium. Civic Auditorium? Well, this bus don't even go to the auditorium. That's clear over on the other side of town. Well, at least I can say I tried. Oh. <laughs> Goodbye now. Bye. Next stop, please. I'd like to get off. Come on, McGee. Here's a uh, seat. Take one of these packages, will you? Yeah. Ah, it's good to get off my feet. I sure wish this Christmas shopping was over instead of we hardly got started on it on account of because the more stuff I look at, the more confused I get about what to get for whom. And this getting an early start on our shopping don't help a bit. Seems like the more time you got, the choosier you get. True. We come downtown with 46 bucks today, and look what we bought. Practical nothing. Well, I did take care of Mabel Toops and a few people like that, but... I'd like to get it over with. You know, make one trip, pick out all the presents we got to get at one time, and quit. You would, huh? Yeah, we still got your Aunt Sarah and Doc Gamble, and... Hey, we better move out of this draft, kiddo. You're, you're getting hoarse. That wasn't me. Huh? That was me, my friend. Ooh. I happen to be in the gift merchandising business, and lucky for you, I have my sample satchel with me. I'll get it. Now, just a minute, sir. That's all it'll take, lady, a minute. Here we are. And now you'll notice we have cufflinks, neckties, silverware, a beautiful eight-day clock. My and... goodness, even on a bus. Yeah. Yep. Say, that's nice-looking merchandise you got there, huh? Come on, McGee. Our street's the next stop. Everything you need for Christmas, my friend. <laughs> you still got that 46 bucks you mentioned? Well, most of it, yeah, but... Well, sir, I'm going to give you a break. You have an honest face, friend? Oh, oh, no, you don't. Just close up that satchel. Come on, McGee, here's our street. A ball of brass. Now, wait a minute, Molly. There's no harm looking. Gee, that's a swell-looking pair of gold cufflinks, bud. How much? Come on, McGee, let's get off. Now, just a second, kiddo. How much, bud? Well, since you're my first customer today, ten dollars. McGee, the bus is going to start up. I'll give you two bucks. Take it or leave it. Two? You're kidding. These are fourteen carats solid gold. And make it eight fifty. Two and a quarter. That's as high as I'll go. Eight bucks. That's as low as I can go. You go on home, Molly. I'll see you later. Now, this is going to take some time, kiddo. Okay. Have a nice ride, dearie, and don't worry. I've got the money in my purse. Bye. <laughs> <laughs> There's more fun with the McGee shortly. What have Viceroy's got that other filter-tip cigarettes haven't got? What have Viceroy's got that other filter-tip cigarettes haven't got? What have Viceroy's got that other filter-tip cigarettes haven't got? Yes, what have Viceroy's got? The answer is 20,000 tiny filters in every Viceroy tip. That's right. Inside every Viceroy tip is a vast network of 20,000 individual filters to filter your smoke over and over again. You get only the full, rich taste of Viceroy's choice tobaccos. And Viceroy's draw freely, smoothly. So the next time you hear this question... What have Viceroy's got that other filter tip cigarettes haven't got? You know the answer. 20,000 tiny filters in every Viceroy tip. No wonder more people smoke Viceroy's than any other filter tip cigarette in the world. Get Viceroy's today. King size filter tip. Only a penny or two more than cigarettes without filters. It's me, kiddo. Well, 
Did you have a nice ride on the bus? Gee whiz, Molly, that, that was embarrassing. Very embarrassing. You shouldn't have run off with the money like that while I was negotiating a deal. In another few minutes... You would have had that man right where he wanted you. You betcha. Well, fortunately, I had the money this time. Oh, yeah, uh, the money. Uh, where'd you put it? Back in the dresser drawer. Well, I better go get it. If I don't hurry, he may change his mind. Change his mind? Yeah, he's waiting outside. I'll go what? get... What? You mean that fella came home with you? Now, now don't get excited, Molly. He's, he's not staying for dinner. Said he couldn't make it. Has to catch an early train tonight. And... Oh, if this isn't the... Now, now, I'll explain later. I better go get that money before... McGee, you, you come back here. You're not paying $10 for any imitation gold cufflinks? He's not asking 10 Molly. I got him down to half. 860 860 That's half? Hmm. Plus tax, it is. And they're not imitation. Them cufflinks are genuine. It says 14 karat gold right on each one of them. Come on outside here and look for yourself if you don't believe me. No need to bother the little lady friend. Uh, let me bring him in here for you. Now, uh, just a minute, sir. I'll just set my little police up here. <laughs> and there we are. You're not going to set now, any. while your wife is examining these cufflinks, uh, here's a magnifying glass, ma'am. Uh, maybe you, sir, would like to look over the rest of this merchandise. Look here. This has gone far enough. Got a little special on this genuine set of sterling silver imported from Sweden. Only $40. Oh, only 40 bucks, huh? Mm-hmm. No, I guess not, bud. I'm having a hard enough time... Did you say Sweden? Swedish silver? Uh, that's right. You can see right there in the box, ma'am. That's the royal crest. Nah, now nah, that don't make any difference with my wife, bud. She just don't believe in buying stuff from strangers. You see... Let me see. Hmm. Hmm. Sterling silver, all right. Mm-hmm. Yes, ma'am. Now, there's the label. <laughs> Oh, uh, I see you're looking at the knife that's got a nick in it. <laughs> well, that's the only defect, and that's why it's marked down. Oh, that don't matter. She just won't deal with the guy unless he's got a big store behind him like the Bonton. I'll take it. Good. She's the skeptical type. Now, now, wait a minute. You'll take it? That's good silver, McGee. Look at it. Beautiful. Oh, excuse me a minute, bud. Come here, kiddo. I want to talk to you. What's the matter? Do you feel all right or something? You mean you're going to give that guy 40 bucks for that set of phony silver? Phony? Who said well, it? he's a stranger, ain't he? How do we know he's honest? Well, you were going to buy the cufflinks. Sure, but that's only getting stuck for eight bucks. That's worth the gamble. But 40? Gee, will hey, it? You better hurry up and make up your mind, lady. I ain't got all day. You just now. wait right there. I'll get the money. It's upstairs in my dresser. Molly. Molly, no. Gee whiz, you're sure getting trusting of strangers all of a sudden. Molly, don't buy that silver. Come back. Come back, Molly. There you are, sir. Forty dollars. Is that right? Right, right. And here's your genuine set of Swedish sterling. Oh, look, Molly, before it's too late. Stop worrying, McGee. I know what I'm doing. Now open the door for the men. The men? You you mean the man, don't you? No, I mean the men. I phoned the police station while I was upstairs, and they should be here by now. What? Come in, officers. Yes, ma'am. Uh, is this the man? Of all the cheap, low tricks. All right, now. Don't get funny, me boy. Snap the cuffs on him, Brogan. That's it. Thanks, ma'am. This arrest is going to clear up a lot of robberies around this neighborhood. He's the man we want, all right. The man we want? Robberies? Yes. Don't you recognize the silver? Recognize it? What are you talking about? Don't you remember when you tried to open that jar of olives and nick this beautiful knife? It's Dr. Gamble's sterling silverware. Oh, my gosh. It, It... Well, that's right. Why, that dirty. Yes, and these are my gold cufflinks. I've been waiting to catch some guy wearing these. I would have brained him. Oh, boy. Come on. Take him down to headquarters, Brogan. I want to have a word with this crook. Why, that...
we'll say goodnight to Fibber and Molly in a moment. Hi there, I'm Vaughn Monroe. As a musician and the father of two children, I've got to tip my hat to RCA Victor. They've just created an exciting new shortcut to great music. It's called the Listener's Digest. And your children will love it just like mine do, because here are the three big values you get. First, you get 12 of the world's best-loved compositions skillfully digested on 10 RCA Victor 45 records. Now, take it from me, they're performed by the world's greatest artists. Secondly, you get RCA Victor's famous automatic Victrola 45 phonograph. Third, you get a 42-page musical guide filled with fascinating stories about the composers and their music. Now, all this can be yours for as little as $39.95. Yes, you and your children can start a musical education with ten records, the phonograph, the booklet, all for $39.95. See and hear the new RCA Victor Listener's Digest at your dealers now. See the mail today, Molly? Got a letter from Uncle Dennis. Oh, bless his heart. How is he, anyhow? Fine, fine. He says, I'm working this week with some painter friends putting a coat of paint on the brewery. Painting a building, huh? Yep. Says, have spent the last week hung over... What? ...the side of the building on a scaffold. Oh. <laughs> yeah. Good night. Good night, all. Fibber McGee and Molly is an NBC Radio Network production transcribed, with Bill Thompson as Mr. Wimple and the officer, and Jack Crucian as the robber. This is John Wald telling you that tomorrow night, Mr. McGee wins a contest. Yep, how he wins it is mildly humorous, we think. Tune in and see if you think so, too. Join the great Gildersleeve and all his friends tonight on the NBC Radio Network.